Welcome to the KPBS Summer Music Series. Rebecca Jade and the Cold Fact have a funk-infused soul sound that harkens back to the 1970s Motown and Stax record era. We also talk with San Diego band The Sacred Souls, who recently signed to the funk and soul label Daptone Records. That's next. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. Welcome to the KPBS Summer Music Series, San Diego's own music discovery podcast that features encore presentations of our best in-studio performances and interviews, celebrating our diverse music scene and beyond. I'm your host, Kurt Conan. Rebecca Jade and the Cold Fact specialize in funk-infused soul that harkens back to the 1970s Motown and Stax record era. With an all-star band from the Redwoods Music Collective, they focus their chops on in-the-pocket grooves with a hint of blues. Their album, Running Out of Time, received multiple San Diego Music Awards. Rebecca Jade and the Cold Fact spoke with Midday Edition's Jade Hindman and gave us a special in-studio performance. Here they are performing their song, Nothing Left For Us.
That was Rebecca Jade and the Cold Fact performing their new song, Nothing Left for Us. And that is from their upcoming album, Running Out of Time. The musicians are Rebecca Jade on the vocals, Al Howard on percussion, Jake Nager on drums, Jason Littlefield on bass, Daniel Schreyer on keys, and Ian Owen on guitar. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Fabulous. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. Rebecca, I'll start with you. You've had a busy couple of years. Just got a San Diego Music Award Best Jazz Album for your album Planet Cole Porter with guitarist Peter Sprague. Uh, you play in Siren's Crush and several other groups. How did you learn to be such a versatile singer? I would probably say a lot of it's my upbringing. My mom is a singer, and uh, so she exposed me to lots of different styles of music. Uh, jazz was probably my first influence. She also exposed me to Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald and Three Dog Night and Chaka Khan and Roberta Flack. So it, it, it varied from rock and soul and, and R&B. And so I just kind of adapted those styles to me as as much as I could. It's like it's, it's the music we grew up on, right? Yes, absolutely. You know? And and you've been for the last couple of years touring with Sheila E. Correct? Yes. What's most memorable from from that experience? Everything, every <laughs> yeah. moment, um, just soaking up how it's done in the big leagues. And she's been at it since she was fifteen. She started touring when she was fifteen, and she was going to be sixty-two this year. So that just goes to show she has lots of experience. So it's been it's been an incredible journey, and uh, I'm just trying to soak it up and, and learn and try to incorporate anything I can from that experience. Al, you, you not only perform percussion over there, you also write a lot of lyrics and music. What draws you to this type of music? Oh, I'd say the same thing. My mom, <laughs> I got my record collection started from my mom, sort of. I can use the term borrowing, but I guess I took her records. You know, and she had tons of great old soul and uh, jazz, everything. Then I moved out here, I get a job at a record store, and I just hear different music every day. And I want to find my way to impact music, but I'm not a singer like Rebecca is. And, uh, you know, but I could write lyrics. So that was me finding my voice in music. He writes amazing lyrics. Amazing. I I wanted to ask about that, because you write a lot of lyrics, but how do you take them and make them your own, Rebecca? I just try to make them my own story somehow. You know, I envision it put myself in a story to make it my own. If I'm doing my job as a songwriter, it shouldn't sound like it's someone else's lyrics when she's singing them, and these are her songs, and that's what they sound like when I hear them. And before you guys get out of Dodge, you're going to play us out with I Only Smoke When I Drink. Thanks so much for coming in, you guys. Thank Thank you. you so much. Strip away the worst. <laughs> 
Next up, San Diego's own The Sacred Souls. Welcome back to the KPBS Summer Music Series. San Diego band The Sacred Souls have a sweet soul sound that harkens back to the 60s. The trio only started playing together in recent years, but by their second show, they were signed to the funk and soul label Daptones Records that brought us Sharon Jones and Amy Winehouse. The Sacred Souls don't just replicate what's been done, they bring a fresh spin on the oldies, or as the soul music revival has come to be known, soldies. Here's The Sacred Souls performing their single, Can I Call You Rose. Can I call you Rose? That was The Sacred Souls performing Can I Call You Rose. The Sacred Souls are Alex Garcia, drums. Alex, welcome. Hey, thanks for having us. Sal Simano on bass. Sal, hello. How's it going? (laughs) Pretty good. And Josh Lane on vocals. Hi, Josh. Hello. And they join us today. And welcome to Midday Edition, all three of you. Let me start with you, Josh. Where did you get the inspiration to write can I call you Rose? Quick story on that was me, Alex, and Sal would meet to record in Alex's garage. And so I looked back in his, gar- in his garage and he has these really big 
blankets you get from like the you know what i'm talking about swap, swap, yeah, swap me, yeah like those swap big me swap me blankets and then there's this really big one with all these roses and so just out of necessity for writing i was like okay jump on the roses that'll help me okay roses are romantic it, it flew out in a very organic way usually what i have to do is go back and like change words and but this time it just flew together and i think it was a good thing that it happened that way though because that was the first song technically as a three-piece that we wrote together it was the first full song right alex so i mean yeah to me i think it was really important for it to flow that way because it just gave confidence in us as a band to be like oh we have an energy together Okay, we know your influences include indie folk and black soul, and I think most people are familiar with both of those genres, but there's also Chicano soul. And Sal, what is Chicano soul? Chicano soul is, it was kind of more underground. You know, there was uh, groups like uh, the Midnighters, um, Sonny Osuna and the Sunliners. They all had their, you know, classics that were huge in the Chicano community. You know, it all kind of went along with, you know, the lowrider scene. And it was kind of just its own little scene of like traditions and stuff like that. Is there a different kind of cultural feel from Chicano soul and black soul? What is Chicano soul? I'd say like the music style is a little different. You know, the, the singing style is different. It's a little it's a little more raw. It's mostly sounding pretty garagey production wise and did Chicano soul build sort of a bridge between that soul era and and what came after it did it keep soul going Josh I think it it did because as soul kind of started to evolve in in the 80s and 90s more people were, were kind of going to R&B and listening to some of the rhythm and blues going on and uh, pop R&B. And I'm sure like my family, my, my grandma and grandpa, when, when we barbecue, they, they got their soul hits and they throw them out. But as a collective culture, I feel like Chicano soul took black soul and some of the Chicano soul artists that Sal brought up, the, the two of those things and just kept it moving forward. Let's hear another song from you guys. Uh, let's hear Week For Your Love. was The Sacred Souls performing Week for Your Love with Jensine Benitas on backup vocals. How did you discover, how did you guys discover soul to begin with? I mean, you know, this is sort of your parents' music. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you get there? Well, I've always grown up with it. You know, I, I feel like soul and, and having a barbecue with the family is just something that just goes hand in hand. I grew up on like the Delphonics and Brandon Wood and stylistics kind of more of like the classics but when i was like 18 19 i discovered daptone and um, big crown records coal mine records all these all these uh labels that were bringing soul back to life um putting out soul records you know and uh through them i i started listening into more deeper stuff uh, i met sal we started uh talking about this project and started getting into collecting records through sal's dad who's also a big record collector Alex, let me ask you, what was it like being signed to Daptone Records, one of your inspirations? Oh, man, that's pretty much like the craziest feeling you can imagine. 
it's it's I've always wanted to be uh, part of the the label of Daptone, and I've always uh, respected them and what they stood for. So just being able to say that I'm I'm working with them, working with my heroes, and and can consider them my friends. I feel like that's just a it's a big honor, and it feels like I, I accomplished something, you know, at, at my age already. I, I, I'm really just fortunate to be a part of the label. Part of the sort of uh, idea of music at this time, at the time that you guys are reaching back in the past and you're pulling it forward, like from Sam Cooke to Marvin Gaye, musicians that used to use their voices for social change. And I'm thinking about your song, Give Us Justice. And Josh, was it hard to write Give Us Justice? The song kind of wrote and spoke for itself because these things were fresh. And I was listening to Change Is Gonna Come's lyrics and realized that it was void of some of those social justice meanings to me because it was just a pretty song and it was on movies and all these things. But that first line, I was born by the river in a little tent. Oh, just like a river I've been running ever since. The idea that a river never stops running unless it dries up. Mm -hmm. And in his life as a black man, he'd always been running or looking over his back or thinking he might be killed or his economic choices were slim, if any. It just really felt, I felt the weight of it because I might not have been someone who was murdered, but it doesn't matter my social class or how my friends see me in a certain situation. I could have been any of the people who had lost their lives to police brutality or just to brutality in general. And so it was real easy. Let's hear it. This is Give Us Justice by The Sacred Souls. Could have been me. Could have been me. Lying on the concrete, there's a knee against my neck, pleading for my breath, pleading for my breath. There'll be no peace, there'll be no peace, there'll be no peace, until there's justice.
Until there's justice. Until there's justice. Thanks for listening to the KPBS Summer Music Series. John Decker is Interim Associate General Manager of Content, Lisa Jane Morissette, Operations Manager, and Megan Burke is Senior Producer. To catch a new episode every two weeks, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And for performance videos and more great artists, visit kpbs.org slash summer music series. I'm Kurt Conan.